Hi, my name's Dan and welcome to the Secret Source of Innovation video chats. We're on this journey to discover the secret source to corporate innovation and startup creation and together we're going to tear into the real reasons why innovation is important, how to achieve best practice and how to nurture it. With these chats we're going to reveal all of the ingredients that blend to make that source and with the help of my guests we're going to look into a few topics such as innovation strategy, corporate innovation, startup and venture creation and early stage startup investments. So I really hope you enjoy them and please get in touch to tell me how you found them. We're here with Judy. I'm really excited to, to have you on the, the secret source of innovation. Um, we've been trying to put this together for some time now and it's because you're just so 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 busy and got your you know spinning lots of plates Judy so I'm particularly excited to have you on the show today um, and I think that we can learn a, a lot from you so thank you for for joining. Brilliant yeah thanks for inviting me Dan. Um, yes um, I think we're all spinning lots of different plates and many plates and uh, time does seem to be at real premium these days but um, uh, particularly because of my my master's year with the uh, company of entrepreneurs but um, anyway yeah keen to have a chat with you and, ex and explore stuff. Amazing yeah I'll just do a quick introduction to to who Judy is it's um Obviously, a pleasure to have you on there. Um, on here, Judy's a, a master of the company of entrepreneurs, uh, 2021-22. Um, Judy's also a founder of multiple startups, and whilst giving back to the entrepreneurial community, Judy's also getting involved in lots of extracurricular activities. And you know, I've already said it, but I'm still amazed on on how you get it all done, Judy. And if you don't mind just going into a little bit more depth on your kind of your your bio if we uh, can call it that um that would be great for our listeners yeah no absolutely um so obviously I, i'm a female founder um i i i started um and and have been in the insurance industry for longer than i want to admit to um i i started um in insurance working for a local broker whilst I was at school um, I wasn't very good at school it wasn't something that I enjoyed apart from sport um, so didn't uh, sort of decided to leave at age 17 with very few qualifications but um, very luckily for me um, because of my sort of experience working at a brokers um, I was able to get an apprenticeship at an insurance company so I, I joined there, uh, quickly realised that no qualifications was going to lead to no progression. Um, so I had to go back to college, uh, went to evening school, got BTEC, then went on and did my um, ACII, uh, which was, um, you know, I just realised was necessary. So I just got on with it, Wor worked hard, um, particularly enjoyed the people aspects of insurance, um, relationship building. I've always been a prolific networker because uh, I love talking um, and um, I decided that the company that I was at was very big and a bit old-fashioned decided I wanted to go to a slightly smaller company in the city um, uh, where I moved on to a development a development role um, and to sort of cut a you know long story short basically saw lots and lots of opportunities went out seeing brokers and thought I can do this um, and, um, you know, the youth and everything kicked in and um, obviously had, had enough confidence to decide, yeah, I can do that. So I will. 
um, had an opportunity when I was 27, age 27, so that was 10 years after leaving school with no, with no qualifications really, um, to set up my own insurance broking company um, with, with, uh, with, with others. Um, uh, that was great. And, and kind of, you know, we, we, we decided to kind of do things differently. So we were the two main founders were both from sort of insurance company, technical kind of underwriting backgrounds. Uh, we, we could see that if we did sort of had sort of like a city flavor to a provincial broker, um, that could work well. And we were particularly interested in risk management. And in those days, nobody was particularly interested in risk management apart from major brokers with major clients. Um, so we thought that this was you know, quite a good thing to do. And it worked well. You know, we built the business, um, got up to about 30 staff, um, eventually um, uh, exited, sold and exited. Um, and, and during that time, also, um, we set up a different another company. We wrote a lot of property owners business, found it really quite hard to administer back in the day. So set up kind of, I guess, an early insure tech business. Uh, we, we, we developed tech to administer large property portfolios. Um, and that sounds pretty obvious now, um, but wasn't perhaps at the time. There were very few people doing it. We used it ourselves, but also licensed it to an insurance company um, who were quite keen to give us some, some reasonable amounts of money for doing so. Um, and use the money that we we made from that to build and uh, to um, buy an office block um, to house our, house our businesses. Um, so we became property owners as well. So that was that was all cool. Uh, as I say, eighteen sort of eighteen years or so later, um, sold and exited. Um, then I I actually did move straight away from the company. I didn't really want to work for the people that were, were, were that bought us um, uh, because my mum was very ill. She had Alzheimer's. Um, I became her main carer. So that. Uh, you know, I, 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 I concentrated really on that. We were also building a house at the time. So that was all tricky um, and quite interesting. Um, and um, subsequently, sadly, my mum my mom died. Um, and um, I had started to set up some small startups focusing on the environment and risk. Um, one of those companies is involved in um, using bacteria to clean up oil pollution, uh, which is a very small company, but still still operating. I thought that, that would be something really cool in the insurance industry, um, who are doing at the time some pretty terrible things with pollution. Um, they were just um, using sort of dig and dump technology, which is not good for the environment. Um, also saw an opportunity to um, ensure and respond to oil tank spills um, and that's um, that's a business that I've worked on for quite a long time had some real um, issues along the way um, but still passionately believe in that project uh, I'm having a year out during my master's year as you said um, but very much working with people in the back ground to harness some really cool technology to take that forward so what watch this space um, I will be back as they say um, so I think that kind of gives you a very very quick idea of, of, of what I've been involved with lots of things along the way um, but you know as with all entrepreneurs um, there's been some high points and low points mm. yeah I am um, firstly I mean sorry to hear about your mother um, it's obviously not easy when you're being under pressure as an entrepreneur to then be juggling both family and business at the same time. So, uh, you know, sorry to hear about that. Um, yes, and three children, I should mention as well, Dan, along the way. Wow. Three. <laughs> <laughs> so, always busy. <laughs> I, I'm particularly interested to also hear about the company of entrepreneurs because we did 
speak about that. You did mention that in your bio. And, and for those who don't understand what the company of entrepreneurs is, it sounds like a, a secret society. <laughs> yeah well it's absolutely not a secret society but I quite agree um you know I worked in the city for quite some time and I was aware of livery companies didn't really quite understand them and didn't think they were relevant to me um I I kind of got the feeling that it was um you know for very senior people um and um it always seemed to be a lot of men um going to lots of functions um but that, that is very unfair, actually. The more I find out about the livery movement, um, I realise how wrong I was. Um, so, so basically, the company of entrepreneurs um, is an aspirant livery company. We're, we're part of the city livery movement, um, which consists of 110 livery companies, um, plus a few guilds, which are basically startup livery companies um, and, um, and companies who are starting to scale. Um, and we're one of those companies, so, so the company of entrepreneurs. Uh, we very much want to become a livery company. Um, and and the, the basis of, of livery companies is that as they go back to the Middle Ages, so um, quite, a, quite, quite, a, quite a lot of history. Um, and um, sort of, I guess, um, sort of a, a couple of things that, that are really important about livery companies is, is they were originally set up as trade um, associations um, to, to, to support their their trade and craft. So if you think about people like the goldsmiths who are still a working company um, and they still do, um, you know, run the assay office and they still hallmark gold, et cetera, et cetera. And there's, there's, there's a number of companies that are already, they're still carrying out their trade. Others, you know, like Bowman, um, uh, it's not, not a lot of those around. So um, they, they, they pivot um, in true entrepreneurial style. And, um, they also, um, as, as well as sorting, supporting their trade and the people in their trade and offering sort of a traditionally apprenticeships, which obviously, again, are very important these days. Um, they also carry out lots of charitable works. Um, and um, the, the one thing that really floored me when I found out is how much money um, those 110 companies and the, the small companies and guilds um, give to charities each year. Um, the latest figures that I'm aware of at a dinner that were recorded a week or so ago um, is that we're now as a movement, as the city livery movement, a top six grant maker in the UK, giving approximately £72 million to charity each year. Um, and so which is totally amazing, um, particularly in addition, if you think about it's not all about the money, obviously money is very important, but it's also the pro bono activity. So there's lots and lots of pro, pro bono projects that um, livery um, liverymen and and, um, uh, and freemen uh, get involved with, and with the company of entrepreneurs because we are we we have all of all of the companies have their own charities. Our charity is very small um, and young, um, but it's growing. Um, but what uh, probably our biggest impact so far has been the pro bono work that we do to support entrepreneurs. Um, I don't know if you want to cut in a bit because I need a sip of water. So do Yeah, no, I I um I can definitely talk on the the giving back. It's something where when I was introduced to to Mark and others at the the company of entrepreneurs, I was thinking, well, this is this is really interesting. You know, what is it? Just a club? Is it like a, a co-working space? What what is it? Um and as I uncovered more about 
the company of entrepreneurs and back then it was the guild of entrepreneurs um just the sheer amount of giving back and getting involved in extracurricular activities i saw members who had really flourishing businesses which obviously takes takes a lot of time to keep operational going and doing talks meant like the mentoring is just insane uh, at the, the the company of entrepreneurs and that, that obviously is the same as other livery companies but obviously i'm just uh, associated with the the company of entrepreneurs right now and um yeah i just it's really inspirational and i think that that's why i've been so interested in following the journey it's just yeah, no. of, of how much you're doing outside of just making money um and, and no abs- absolutely and i think that that's that's important um because actually um the other thing to 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 mention is is the other really major sort of thing um of a of a of a livery company or a company or people that are working sort of within that livery movement is to is to support the city of london yeah. um which is obviously a massive um financial center in a very special place uh, with lots of history um yeah. and in particular the people the senior officials within that community so the lord mayor mm-hmm. um uh, you know being obviously numero uno um and um, and the city of london corporation and and there are lots of things that they are doing um particularly for the financial services industry around the world to promote just how good a place the city of london is and 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 the uk um so that's really also very important to us so so it's it's those those elements really it's supporting our craft of entrepreneurship um it's it's giving back um, we call it sending the lift back down. You know, we've all been very lucky. Um, we're, we're, the company of entrepreneurs is made up of, of approximately 200 um, successful founders. Uh, so founders who have managed, you know, not saying we're always successful because all of us, I think if you mentioned to all of us, there have been spectacular failures as well. But we've had at least one successful business. Um, and therefore, we've learned from that. And that's what the company of entrepreneurs is is interested in. Um, and then supporting the city and, and the Lord Mayor. Um, but um, going back to that, that charitable giving and the pro bono thing, I, I think that is something with, with entrepreneurs. I, I've I've it stands out that it's kind of like we're open source. That's part of our DNA, too. Um, is that we want to we want to help other people. That's probably why our, our ideas get ripped off so often, actually, because we are quite giving. Um, but it's it's also important to to see the way that entrepreneurship is going. Because, and, and I think that's the way of trade. Um, hopefully, generally, is is people are becoming more specific. They're specialising and they're becoming purpose led. Um, and I think, you know, the new entrepreneurs, the young entrepreneurs that we're seeing coming through now, um, often there is there is a social aspect or an environmental aspect to their businesses, which is really important. Um, so, again, I don't know if there's yeah, something yeah. there that you want to uh, think, um, dig into. Yeah, I, I, I do want to pivot the conversation back to your your journey coming into entrepreneurship. But just to just 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 to go on that, the yeah, from what I've seen as well and from what I'm trying to do with this podcast, it's all about giving, giving, giving and and taking nothing back for myself because the more value that you give out, the more mentoring you do, the more you're, you're almost, you're teaching people who are, you know, need that education, but you're also reaffirming your own learnings and your own teachings in a non 
financial way um because I, I i'm a strong believer and some of the corporates i've worked with it's all about if you follow the mission follow the 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 purpose of what you're out there to do, the money will follow if you're doing it right. Um, sometimes, obviously, if it's a charity, if it's a non-profit, then there's the mission is not to make, well, all charities make money, but it's not to take take a profit to put in the pocket. But um, I really believe, and, and this goes back to, to Mark Huxley and in, in the company of entrepreneurs, the mission, vision, and values. And I think that that's something which the, the company of entrepreneurs has taken on quite passionately. Um, just to go back into yourself, Judy, as coming from, you said you worked in a brokerage, you worked in insurance, going into entrepreneurship is and starting your own business out, what does that journey look like and how difficult is it? Because we see a lot of, a lot of people today think that it's very easy to just put entrepreneur in their title and, you know, try and set up a company, but don't realize the actual pains and, uh, almost the trials of being an entrepreneur that aren't fully realized to begin with. And I, I wonder as, as someone who's, you know, stopped being in the, as, as a, as a corporate employee, then go into entrepreneurship, what that journey was for you and how you found that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I, I think you and I had a slight side chat before. Um, I, I do, I do think, um, I mean, certainly I didn't set off to be an entrepreneur. Uh, obviously, the word existed, but it wasn't banded around as it is these days. Um, so so all, all I can say is I, I feel it's interesting. There's lots of discussion about is, a, is an entrepreneur made or born um, and, um, and and this kind of DNA thing um, and perhaps the entrepreneur's gene, which is uh, could be could be worth another podcast. I think um, I certainly know somebody who could talk to you on that. I, I always, you know, if I look back when even when I was quite young, there was always the side hustle and trying to do something and spotting opportunities and thinking of ways of, of making some extra cash and having some fun um, in the playground. Also, as soon as I sort of joined the insurance industry, I set up my own staff agency and quickly realized um, that I could make more money um, actually through my staff agency, um, potentially, than I could my salary. So that was quite an interesting uh, idea. Um, when, when I and, and and that is, I think it's the entrepreneur's mindset is you're always looking at opportunities. And it's almost I describe to people that I sometimes think it's a bit of an illness that you have all these ideas that are hitting you all the time about everything. It's quite annoying, even when you're on a sunbed and there's the ice cream seller goes past, you know, you're thinking about perhaps different ways you could do stuff. Um, it isn't easy to start your own business um it's it's it sounds easy with me sitting here and saying i set up a company when i was 27 and sold out you know 18 years later made uh, made some cash and um you know had a good lifestyle and it's been a fabulous career for me um but it's a bit i would think the guys won't relate to this but the ladies will it's a bit or certainly the ladies that have had children it's a bit like childbirth um, it can be extremely painful, but there's something that makes you forget that pain when you're kind of through it and you've got something to show show for it. So I think the important thing with starting an own, your own business um, is you've, you've got to you've got to have something that you passionately believe in. It's not it's I, I, I do see people sort of thinking about how what should I set up? you know, what business am I going to set up? And they're looking for a way of setting up a business. I'm not sure it comes like that. 
Now, people may, may do it like that, uh, but my feeling is, is you have a passionate thing inside of you that you want to create something and you know what that is that you want to create and then you go out and then you try and create it. Um, now, some things are very easy. So um, when, when I would have set up my first business, although I set it up differently with, 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 with my, my co-founders, um, it was still tr it was an insurance broking business and insurance broking businesses were a thing. So all you had to do is copy that. And there's nothing wrong in that as an entrepreneur. You don't always have to be cutting edge, but you've also you've got to make sure you've got a USP. Um, and, and, you know, you, you, you can you could you've got that passion and fire. So what, um, what was your USP uh, for your original group? Okay, so yeah. our USP, and this is sounds really horrid actually now, is we just thought that we were really good at what we did <laughs> um, and very knowledgeable. Um, and actually, we thought that the, the competition out there at the time in our area was a bit sleepy. Um, and we could see that actually with, you know, our personalities and our knowledge, which, you know, bearing in mind we were pretty young uh, was it uh, was quite crazy um, you know we could persuade people that that we could do the right thing and with underwriters because we had been underwriters um, again we thought we were highly knowledgeable at the time and very you know I, I, I think the underwriters that have been working for 30 years would probably have thought we were we, you know we were babies but we we thought we had the knowledge and we felt that actually by delivering what the underwriter wanted i.e high quality information um understanding the sort of the the moral hazard of the risk um and 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 actually trying to improve the risk would mean that we got we got a better deal um and therefore we would get the business and it did work and that did work and we worked on that model and it worked very successfully um for a long time um and i'm sure it still it still will now um it's just that I think in the mix has come, you know, you've got a huge amount of compliance um, and it's very, you know, lots and lots of paperwork and red tape, which entrepreneurs find quite, you know, sapping. Um, and um, it, it makes sense to be niche these days to really understand what you're doing rather than being sort of a, a generalist. So I passionately believe now with me um, that's environmental. Um, and, um, you know, I can see niches within the environmental space that I can that I can work with. And I think, um, you know, I can actually make a difference on. Yeah. Uh, just uh, on that point, generalist versus specialist. As a entrepreneur, a founder, you kind of have to be a bit generalist anyway to spin all, you know, wear all the hats. Right. So are you speaking about specialist in terms of the industry you're focusing on or are you speaking about traits and works um you know skills etc um i just wanted to clear up what your opinion was on you know specialist yeah, no, sure. no absolutely yeah so i'm 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 speaking um so, so you're absolutely right and that's a really good point to make um what i'm talking about is when you're trying to do something so if for instance we go away from insurance and we go and we're a travel agent it's thinking about you know i've got a huge amount of knowledge in eco travel and therefore, I'm going to specialise in eco travel, but I've still got to be a finance director, a human resources finder, um, you know, uh, talk to, to talk to various funders, banks, um, do my VAT return or whatever. You, you have got to have a huge skill set. And I think sometimes that can be a problem 
because and I've spoken to other people about this is you do become a jack of all trades and therefore you're not very good sometimes at very specific stuff so you might be good at your passion project so that's your your business but working um working sort of on the ancillary bits about the business you have got to you've got to have a knowledge of everything um and i think probably the the bit that i hear from so many people is try and bring in specialists mm. to help you with those things rather than getting too sort of sunk with all the detail of, of spinning all those different plates but it's yeah. so hard when you first start up because you've got no money to do that yeah yeah i almost see it as you you're a bit of a uh you're the head of the orchestra right you're the you know moving around all of the the chess pieces and bringing in the right people but then again like these days as you said it's open source a lot of the information you can find a lot of that online and through uh you know mentoring by the company of entrepreneurs there are a lot of different uh programs which are out there for pre-seed startups such as the i know the the founders institute which i'm uh mentoring at as well so there's lots of support out there these days and i think connectivity and everything has just you know brought that out more um i just wanted to quickly talk about and just finish that piece on corporate into entrepreneur by just if there's any tips or any insights that you can give say there is a corporate employee who again wants to be an entrepreneur is it something that they need to focus on an idea or should they just be patient and then uh, an idea will come to them or they can be a bit more diligent on finding an idea and if they do have an idea is there a a quick win or a transition that they can make to start positioning themselves from corporate to entrepreneur and obviously feel free not to go into depth but if there's any insights that you can give for a corporate employee going to be an entrepreneur is there anything that you can yeah, offer yeah no sure so i guess with a corporate um you, you you tend to you 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 tend to have that mindset anyway so you'll you'll be entrepreneurial already one would assume so thinking of different ways that that you can do things um and and again i think when i've looked at people that have done that in the insurance industry where they've made that leap um, it's often because they've seen that something's been done poorly um, and actually they can think of a way to do it much better. Um, and they may start that in their company, but then think, you know, this is my idea. And actually, I think I can monetize it and, 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 and do something with it um, and get that passion. I, th- I think the great thing these days is there are lots of entrepreneurial communities where you can test out those kind of ideas. Um, one of the organizations that we work with is London Business School, and they run an entrepreneurship summer school. Mm. Um, and that's where people can come and sort of road test an idea. Um, lots of the people are on their MBA program, but I think they could, they also take people from outside of the program. Mm. Um, uh, there's obviously a cost attached to it, but um, not if you're on it. I think the MBA, if you go that route, it, I, I think it's included within their fee. Um, but I'm sure there's lots of other, um, well, I'm aware there's lots, yeah. of, lots of other areas. Um, the Trampery, which uh, a workspace, um, which one of our freemen um, founded, um, is that they run lots of ideas and courses courses um, on entrepreneurship. Um, some of them have been sort of heavily funded, um, latterly, you know, used to be by the EU, um, but now I guess perhaps through sponsorship and, and the like. Um, but there would be other, other courses like this. And I think it, what is important is actually some people are just passionate, confident, and will just go for it, which, you know, that, that I, I, 
I, th- I think you know you, you that's in that's in you and you'll do it other people are slightly more cautious mm. um and they want to road test that idea first and i don't think there's anything wrong i mean that sounds sensible right really before you give up a well-paid job to sure. go and do something that that may not be um, and lots of people run things in tandem um you see a lot of that with entrepreneurs where Perhaps one person will go and found something um, and then there'd be others working in the in the background, actually, on their day jobs um, and doing some on, on the side. And then at some stage they fly to that new nest. And and I think that's quite a good that's quite a good tip as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I would that I would say that I've learned. So so I think it's really important to have a good team. Um now that not, that doesn't necessarily mean employees, although it does move into that as 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 your business grows. But I think it's 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 a very lonely life being an entrepreneur. And if you try and do it by yourself, which is something that I've been doing, um, you know, when I sort of exited, I I sort of set up these ideas and then started running with them. It's it's difficult not to have a sounding board. And I think if there's a few of you that are setting up it's it's much easier and you can do that sharing risk thing where one of you goes and the others don't etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah yeah i think that's a good point actually is the emotional side um and then the cope is by having the sounding board as you mentioned is there anything obviously from your experience you were dealing with uh, your your personal family life and then the entrepreneur and setting up the the business and then you've got the kids how does how does someone balance that is it, it do you have to just bite your tongue and push through or is there things which you you did to yeah I think it's really hard and I think you make mistakes um I I I think these days if you look back and hear the advice that's being given now there's lots of mental health issues uh for entrepreneurs um you know loneliness is one imposter syndrome is a huge one um and um I think it's very difficult to balance things but it is important. And I think recently through COVID, we've all learned, haven't we? Actually, families are very, very important. Your friends um, and you've got to make time for yourself. And I think entrepreneurs often don't. Um, and you get this burnout. And, and I do come across lots of entrepreneurs where they've burnt out. And it's not it's not a pretty sight. Sure. Um, quite often they recover and come back. But it's, you know, really upsetting. Um, the, the good thing there, I think, with, with being part of something like the company of entrepreneurs which is which is a big sell to me is the community Mm. so you know thinking about that team a problem sort of shared is 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 really you know it's 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 helpful and and I think the company of entrepreneurs really is a very supportive community both to ourselves um and then to the to to the outside sort of entrepreneurs that are coming up through the ranks Um, and I think it's really important that these new these newbies whether or not they're young old um uh, they they find a community to attach to um that they can get support from because otherwise it's really tough absolutely absolutely um as we're coming to the end i wanted really to explore the company of entrepreneurs a bit more for those who are watching who might be interested in trying to get involved <laughs> in the, the company of entrepreneurs what is the mandate of the com- company of entrepreneurs um obviously we might be repeating ourselves from the start but what if, if there's like a couple of lines for the for what the company of entrepreneurs are out there yes sure so 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 we we we, ha- we have covered it but to summarize it it's yeah. to support our our craft which is entrepreneurship it's to give back 
through charitable and pro bono um, sort of activity. Um, and it's to support the, the, the civic city, you know, with the Lord Mayor, uh, because we think that the city is a really special place. Uh, it's unique in the world and we're really lucky to be to be based there. Um, and um, and actually, so the, the, in terms of the criteria for joining the entrepreneurs, which I don't know if I'm stealing your next question, um, but, you know, we're really open. It's not a closed uh, closed society or secret or funny handshakes or anything like that. Um, it's very, it's very open. Funny handshakes. Yeah, no, no, we, don't do we do, we do do handshakes, but, but just normal ones. Um, and... Um, it's yeah it's, so, so it's it's built for entrepreneurs so the criteria that we have at the moment is that somebody um to join our company will have had to successfully set up founded and set up their own business um and 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 progress that business so that it is a working business now the reason for that is is twofold one because um that's what that, that that's that's kind of how we set ourselves out when we first we we first set up as a guild um but also if we're going to give back mm. um we've got to be able to have a skill a reasonable skill set to be let loose <laughs> on the entrepreneurial community um so i think you know that 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 is important but we have um so, so if people are interested in 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 finding out more about the entrepreneurs we, we we have a we have a website but more importantly we 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 do a monthly drinks get together on the second wednesday every month um at the tower suites hotel in the city um which is uh which is um, owned by one of our freemen um and who generously sort of hosts that and they have got particularly during the summer a very cool roof terrace so it's a great place to great place to go um and um and 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 reach out to us you know follow our linkedin page uh, there's loads of stuff going on there and we're building up quite a following on that now that sort of gives details of the events that we're that we're doing um and and just you know get curious reach out to us and come and meet us and um talk to us and and then you know things come from there and we, we either either join us or get supported by us you Absolutely. know we, we we do support lots of people and is there a an age boundary for joining i know that you said the main criteria is setting up a successful operational business um so, uh, subjective to a, to a certain extent but um is there an age, you know, lower age or higher age? What what sort of people do? No, you no. I mean, I I I I think um, so. You know, quite often, on you know, we've got a few members that have set up businesses while they're at uni or at school, um, <laughs> and um, uh, and 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 have already exited um, and um, have have done very well. Um, and we have some we have some very you know we either and they could be sort of relatively new to entrepreneurship or um have had lifelong careers um setting up businesses so there is absolutely you know we we, we really don't matter uh we don't mind um age um religion creed anything you know we're a very diverse group um and and that's we think is really powerful because the more diverse we are as a group um the, the better we are and, and the more able to help um, mm. that diverse group of, 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 of entrepreneurs out there. So, yeah, absolutely. Great. And, and last question before we wrap up. You, I've from, I, I'm, I'm not a, a freeman. I'm a, an outsider, but I've been bought in by the, the kindness of, of some of your members um, as, a, as, a, as an external kind of associate. And um, I'm just blown away by the richness of experience. I mean, 
there are some people who have that say you know not as glamorous businesses but just wealth of knowledge and I'm just and also the friendliness there it's just so inclusive and I just wanted to explore a bit about the collective mindset of of your your freemen for free women I'm not sure the 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 terminology but is there a collective mindset or a certain characteristic that you all share things like you know common philosophy on life or common process or anything which is making you stick together a bit more closely than if you were separated is there something common like commonalities there yeah so um i think it's perhaps some things that we've 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 already sort of talked yeah. about but um and it's it, there isn't any rocket science or or secret formula for mm-hmm. from our point of view um, uh, unfortunately it would be lovely to say um but i think there is a genuine uh, and it is has to be genuine um desire to to give back through knowledge charitable giving um, and also to support lots of people when they come into the entrepreneurs say it's more like a family and and I think it has got that family feel to it um what uh, we 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 have you know as every organization does a, a whatsapp group the kind of things on that whatsapp group are you know we've got I've got an issue on this at the moment does anybody have any connections or any ideas on how I can solve that and that you'll get a whole piling of people that will say, yeah, speak to so-and-so, or yeah, give me a ring, DM me, um, and they really want to help. Mm. Um, and um, and as you say, you know, because we've got such a diverse, um, in terms of size of organisations, you know, from, from, from people that have made billions um, to, me, to, to people that are running fairly, you know, small family businesses. Um, but, but there's still the problems are quite often and the issues are quite, quite often the same. They're just at a different, yeah. different kind of level. Um, and, you know, we've, we've got some really, really, you know, very successful people in our group that are equally happy to, you know, to gift their time when you know they must be incredibly busy because of the size and scale of their of their organizations, yeah, really. sometimes even more so. So um, it, it uh, I, I think it's it's that sending the lift back down. I think we all feel very privileged to have made had such a great time enjoying doing what we do. Um, and um, we, we want to try and help other people to do the same. And, yeah. and, but I think you made a really good point as well, though, Dan, we've brought lots of good points, but particularly that, that resonated is um, whenever we give back, we get more back in return. Now, that's a really oh, weird... Good. It's it's a crazy thing, you know. When we help out by mentoring, quite often we're mentoring. We're not like, we're not necessarily mentoring people in our own industry. Um, uh, they they might have a completely different background, and they will have different perspectives. Mm. And you'll be listening to them, and you'll learn as much from them as they learn from you. You're just doing a, a knowledge exchange. Mm. Um, they might be, you know, really working on some cutting edge tech um, that you've never heard of. Um, or just different processes that are, are, are now in all the incubators that perhaps we've forgotten about or didn't know. Um, and, and, and also this kind of karma thing uh, is really, really weird that when you give something, you get it back in spades. So um, it, it may be that you've, you know, you've given time, you don't really have that time, but when you were giving back, you just happen to bump into somebody who's actually going to help you with your next um, big thing. 
Um, and you'd have never have come across them if you hadn't have done what you did. I mean, it's a weird thing and it sounds a bit magical, but um, I, do, I do truly believe that there is some of that, you know, some of that about. Absolutely. Um, I, I do have one, one follow-up question very quick. Is there a, uh, this is my entrepreneurial traits coming out, um, <laughs> ideas flying. Is there a thought around extending that type of whatsapp group forum to external parties because i know that's very internal uh chat but obviously you said that there's a wealth of question and answer and you know things going on there i'm just wondering if there's some sort of thoughts about some sort of forum or some sort of uh online channel which is less logistically difficult to to put together and also talk speaks to some of these starting out founders i don't know whether you've had any thoughts on that yeah no i mean that's a really really good idea and i've made a note <laughs> um so i think what we're trying to do is build our collateral um and um in different ways um we're still quite small and have got although they're generous resources they are still um quite quite um limited i guess um I'm sure we could we could be neater on something like that. So we're, we're developing a new website at the minute. Um, it's 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 been quite a mammoth task. Mm -hmm. It's got a very a very um, what well, massive sort of database and, um, and lots of lots of functionality behind the scenes, which uh, Mr. Huxley is um, working on. I think um, a, a little bit to help us and. Um, so I think, yes, we can utilise that. I think through um, so podcasts, videos um, and resources, whether or not we can have a live chat, I think we probably won't do that completely open at this stage. But, but as you know, because you've got the invite, um, EASY, which is the Entrepreneurs Annual Social Innovation Award, um, uh, awarding social innovation, is um, is. Is, is is something that I introduced in my year. So what, what we're doing with that is we've got a generous grant and a package of support from our Freeman, mm -hmm. um, which includes some tangible things like workspace um, and PR and lots of other things, but also mentoring, coaching, yeah. um, Black Book Connections. And um, what we did is we had a pitching event. So our first pitching event a couple of weeks ago and uh, we were blown away. So we had about 200 people applied in a very yeah. short period of space. We had to get them down. And and obviously we spoke to Matteo about that in <laughs> terms of how we went around that. It was really difficult. Got to six. Um, five could turn up on the night. We picked one. But the thing was, it was so hard. I mean, difficult, the judges, yeah. we could have been until midnight. Um, it was really. So we decided to support them all. We can't support them all with the main prize. That goes to, to the, the, the one winner. Mm -hmm. But we are building an easy community now. Now. Um, and um, the easy community so, so the easy project is all about purpose-led businesses um, that are making that are using um, social innovation to make a difference okay. um, and we had some great candidates so we're building that community and I think for those guys the kind of thing that you said is that you know as it grows so we've got potentially six in there now mm. um, but actually next year if if we get if we manage to get more funding and we can support more people, that community is going to grow and grow and grow. Mm. Um, and then for them, we can test out that forum idea, um, and then maybe even be able to roll it out generally. Um, yeah. So so yeah. good idea. <laughs> we can we can spitball ideas till midnight, as you said. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Let's wrap up because I know that you're extremely busy and we we are coming up to the hour. Um, it's been a real pleasure to have you 
speak today, Judy. I'm really appreciative of your time that you've given um, and obviously take into account you're, you're very busy, as I've, I've mentioned. Um, yeah, just a really big thank you for for spending the time here. And I know that the audience are going to get a lot of value from it. And what I'll do is I'll post little sound bites from our, our longer chat that we can obviously distill some of that wisdom and, and share it out there. Just just lastly, before we we uh, head off, is there anywhere where people can find you online? Is there a, a go-to spot? Link, I would say LinkedIn, but is there any any yeah so um so i would say yeah i'd say probably the most active um uh thing for them to sort of um to, to follow is our linkedin page so the company of entrepreneurs linkedin page um and what i'll do is i'll send you i'll send you those links yeah. so that you can and also our, our website but I, I think the thing is with websites they are a little bit sedentary often mm -hmm. um i think with linkedin there's lots of activity going because people are posting and we're reposting stuff in the livery um and it would give people a better a better flavor um and also if there are entrepreneurs out there um uh, regardless of whether or not they're successful or or anything just people that that view themselves as entrepreneurs that are not curious you know do get in touch um can be via the linkedin or um uh, I'll, I'll i'll give you a, an email address too um and just come along to our drinks just register yeah. to come along to our drinks and come and have a chat with chat with us um yeah. and find out more Absolutely, not just alcohol; it's soft drinks as well <laughs> for anyone. Yeah, 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 um, definitely. Just, just definitely. to make it inclusive, but no, uh, thank oh, you definitely. very, very much for for joining. Um, I appreciate your time, and we've had a great chat and lots of wisdom to uh, oh, thank you, uncover man. in this in the in the sound bites. Yes, yeah, so and thanks for those ideas back. <laughs>